Welcome back in. Brady Farkas show on a Friday right here on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Time for our Friday Diamond Discussion. Thanks to Red Door Jewelers in downtown Randolph, where every visit is a home run. Joining us now, he covers the Worcester Red Sox, the AAA affiliate of the Boston Red Sox. It's Joe McDonald over at the Worcester Telegram and Gazette. Joe, thanks for being with us, man. How are you? I am fantastic. How's it going? Good. Well, I appreciate you being with us. A lot of people happy minor league baseball opened up this season, more than 600 days since we saw minor league baseball played. But every time we've spoken in the past, you had been covering the Bruins in the NHL. So how's the new gig for you? <laughs> it's going well. It's uh, I'm back to my roots. You know, when I first started my career back at the Providence Journal in Rhode Island, uh, God, it seems like 30 years ago. It is 30 years ago. Um, I was covering the Pataga Red Sox, and I covered the Paw Sox for 15 seasons, and uh, so I'm I'm used to minor league baseball. I, I, I love the game of baseball, and uh, you know hockey took me away from it for a little bit, but uh, I'm I'm back on the the baseball beat with the Woo Sox, and as you mentioned, you know covering a lot of these uh, these prospects for the Red Sox, and probably guys that will be in Boston sooner than later. You know, the Woo Sox, it's their first season in Worcester as they move from Pawtucket. What's, what, what, what's the stadium like? What's the vibe? I know they haven't played a game at home yet, but what's it like down there? Yeah, it's great. Uh, you know, and truth be told, when, you know, I'm a Island guy, you know, born and raised and still live there. And when the, uh, the announcement was made that they were actually moving from Pawtucket and to Worcester, uh, I wrote a column basically saying that I would never step foot in Worcester and mm. I would never go to a Woo Sox game and, and here I am. I'm the beat writer. I'm going to be at every game. You know? <laughs> so, uh, but it, I, but I got to tell you, they, the organization and, and the city of Worcester have done an outstanding job getting ready for this season. And the ballpark is, is fantastic. It's a, it's built for fun. It really is. It's going to be a great family atmosphere. The Canal District is where the the ballpark is uh, in Worcester. Uh, it's it's up and coming. You know, it's. You know, the ballpark is basically going to be the, the jewel of that area, as Larry Lucchino likes to describe it. But it, it's going to be great. Uh, the construction is still ongoing, and it probably the entire project won't be done until probably about the 4th of July. Uh, that's the goal right now. But it is ready for baseball, and the home, home opener is on Tuesday. Uh, so really looking forward to having at least some fans in the ballpark and, and watching the Woo Sox at home. So it's going to be good. and. You know, fans, you know, Red Sox Nation fans from, from up north, you should definitely take the trek down because it's, it's going to be worth it. Well, not only is Tuesday going to be the home opener, it's going to be nice to play somebody other than Buffalo. Because of COVID and travel and all that, the Woo Sox are starting the season with a six-game series against Buffalo. Yeah, that's a, it's interesting how Major League Baseball set up the minor league schedule this season. And obviously with the, the guidelines and the protocols, they tried to limit travel as much as possible. So what that means is they created these six-game schedules. Uh, and so they'll, they'll play six days, and then we'll have every Monday off, and then another six. So, yeah, this is interesting. Uh, you know, normally after three games it's, it's or four games, it's, uh, you know, on to the next opponent. But and the Woo Sox have started 0-3 against the Bisons, and fortunately they have three games left to try to come back 500 from this road trip. Well, Joe McDonough from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette joining us here on the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. You know, a lot of people are happy to see minor league baseball back from a fan perspective, but how important is it for these players? I mean, some of these players missed an entire year of development, Joe. 
and we're seeing that in the early going here is that in the first three games, you know, the Woo Sox, <laughs> I almost said Paw Sox, you know, the, the Woo Sox, you know, they're struggling. And for a lot of these top prospects, to your point, they haven't played in a real game in, in almost two years, you know, some of these some of these kids. So uh, it's having an effect early on, early on, I should say. But as hitting coach Rich Gedman told me yesterday, you know, it, it's about, you know, winning those, those personal uh, battles earlier in the season. So for a guy like Jaron Duran, who's 0 for 11 to start his AAA career with five strikeouts, uh, you know, he's, he's pressing a little bit. So, you know, he just needs to, to keep it simple and, and try to get that first knock. So uh, it is. You can tell it's having it's having an effect on these players in the early going. But, you know, they're, they're pro athletes, they're pro baseball players. You know, once they get into a routine and, and they get some consistent at-bats, this is going to turn around for them. So, uh, but it is it is a bit strange to see so many players struggling uh, like this in the early going. Is AAA baseball, is minor league baseball, is it more valuable than the alternate site? Oh, absolutely. It's, you know, the alternate sites, it's, it's glorified spring training. Uh, you know, they would play these inter-squad games, and it would start with, you know, maybe eight players on the field. That was it. Uh, and then as these games would progress, you know, you, by the end of it, you, it was like live BP. You would have a pitcher, a catcher, and a hitter, and that was it. Um, and then when they played a couple of the scrimmages against the New York Mets alternate site, uh, it was a little better to see a, a different team in a different uniform. But now it's now the development really begins because you're able to to play a real game. You're able to put players in a position to develop, to succeed, uh, and that's what they need at this level. You know, it's not necessarily about wins and losses. It's about development, um, and that's what these players are getting now. And that's that's what this organization, not just the Red Sox organization, but every major league baseball team. That's that's what they need from, you know, from these these players at this level. You mentioned Jaron Duran, the speedy outfielder who we saw a lot of in spring training, who can hit for some power. He's off to a slow start. Another guy who struggled last night is Jeter Downs. Um, I don't have Jeter Downs penciled in, you know, as as Red Sox infielder for this season, but. Uh, yeah, evidently his timeline seems to be a little bit more aggressive than I was expecting, so it's disappointing to see him struggle at the start. Yeah, he struggled uh, big time last night. Uh, in the first two games of the season, he was playing, uh, he played shortstop, which he seems more comfortable on the left side of the infield than he does on the right side. Uh, but the thing that's interesting is that, you know, you talk to a lot of big league evaluators and, and they see downs if he makes it to the big leagues as a second baseman, well, he had two errors last night. He probably could have been charged for four errors. Um, he got picked off uh, at first base after being hit by a pitch. So it's, you know, he's struggling in the early going as well. And I just, obviously, I've only seen him in, in real games for, you know, these, these last three. And But, you know, I you have to see a lot more from, from this kid before you can even stop to think that, He's big league ready because at this point he's he's certainly not and and you can't fault him you know just like all these other players they haven't played in a real game in a long time but um, but it was a big difference seeing him on the right side last night opposed to the left side so there's a lot of development left obviously with this kid um, so it's going to be interesting to see you know if he can figure it out um, <clears throat> you know this is his third organization 
Um, so, you know, right away that might send up a red flag for a lot of people, especially since he's only 22 years old. Mm. Um, but, you know, he, he obviously has the ability. Let's just see if he can put it all together in, in hopes of getting to the big leagues on a consistent basis. You know, Joe, I've said all along I thought the Red Sox would be better than last year. I'm, I'm right on that thus far. But I thought that if they fell out of it, it's going to be because – injuries would hit them, and they just don't have a whole lot of depth in the minor leagues. Like, we know about Duran, we know about Tanner Houck, and we know about Chavis. Beyond that, who is down there that might be able to be up here because that the depth is still what I'm the most worried about? Yeah, they, they actually, when you, you look at the roster, they, they have more depth than you would think. Uh, obviously, the guys that you mentioned, but, you know, they have, you know, Connor Wong, uh, who came over in the, in the Mookie deal, right? He's uh, in the in the few games that I've seen him play, he's the real deal. You know, he's when he was with the Dodgers, they turned him in. He was an infielder, and they they turned him into a full time catcher. Uh, he doesn't look very big when you see him, but you know he's very athletic. Uh, he's got a very strong, solid arm. Uh, Throw out a, a couple base fields already in the series, um, and he just needs to find you know the offense consistently as well. Uh, and then you have a guy like Marcus Wilson. Uh, they they brought him in for depth. In the outfield, uh, they brought in, you know, the, the, not necessarily a prospect, but a guy to add some depth is Chris Herman. Uh, you know, yeah. he's got almost six years of Major League service time. Uh, he's the oldest player on the team in, in Worcester. He's 33 years old. He's a catcher, but they brought him in to add some depth to that position and also to kind of tutor these or mentor these, these young guys. Um, Connor Siebold, right now, he's he's on the IL with uh, a little. Uh, elbow inflammation in his in his right throwing arm, uh, but he's a guy that has a lot of upside. Uh, you know, earlier on in, in the all camp, I saw him pitch a uh, pitch a few times, and and he, you know he has the ability to to help out in Boston as well. So there's a lot more depth uh, at the AAA level than you would think. And the one thing that you know a lot of people don't know about this season is given the the COVID protocols by Major League Baseball, uh, the only uh, players that you can call up to the big leagues, it has to come from the AAA level. Not mm. like, you know, in the past during normal times, uh, you know, you could call up a player from any level uh, to the big leagues. But now that player has to be at AAA in order in order to get called up. And uh, we saw that right uh, today. So they uh, Chavez and and uh, Jet Banty are joining the Red Sox in Baltimore uh, on the taxi squad. So uh, you know. The, the Woo Sox have, have more depth uh, than a lot of people think, and uh, I think as the season progresses and injuries happen, which we all know will occur, uh, you're going to see that depth uh, come to fruition in Boston uh, at different times of season. Well, that's good to hear, and Brandon Workman, old friend, will be back at Worcester soon, so uh, <laughs> that's good to see as well. It was cra- it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Yesterday I was, I was sitting in the stands, uh, you know, in Trenton, and I looked into the dugout, and I'm like, "Wow, that guy looks like Brandon Workman, <laughs> right?" And it didn't even it didn't even dawn on me that I mean, I knew he was released by the Cubs, but it was almost like out of sight, out of mind, and I didn't think anything of it uh, because with you know with the uh, with the guidelines and the restrictions that the media has, it's not like I can just walk into the clubhouse or I can walk into the dugout and, and see these guys face to face. A lot of them I don't know face-to-face yet because I haven't had that opportunity. So when I looked at the dugout, I was like, yeah, wow, that guy looks exactly like Brandon Wood. <laughs> and it was. You know, and I'm like, wow, I guess i got to work on my reporting skills a little bit. But, yes, he's he's back in the organization. I'm actually supposed to 
uh, talk to him and uh, Woosocks pitching coach Paul Abbott later on today. So it should be interesting to see uh, what they have in store for, for his return to the, the Red Sox organization. Well, very, very cool as we get ready to, to step aside for Red Sox baseball against the O's tonight. Cool to note that last night on this station, you got a shout-out on the broadcast. I think it was Will Fleming who shouted you out. So you got, you know, all of Red Sox Nation heard about Joe McDonald's work. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. That's <laughs> very nice of Will. And, and uh, my phone started, you know, blowing up after Will and, and Lou Maloney. You know, started uh, mention you know some of the, the work that I've been doing back on the baseball beat, <laughs> and I covered Lou when he was yeah. in Pawtucket and playing for the Paw Sox, and so that goes back a, a long time. But uh, it was nice of those guys to to say it, and, and certainly you know two of the best to to call a game in, in this market, not only in this market, but in, in baseball in general. Well, Joe McDonald over at the Worcester Telegram and Gazette, the Woo Sox out to an 0-3 start, but uh, certainly about the development of players as we try to get them back up to Boston here uh, as soon as possible. So, Joe, we appreciate you on this Friday, man, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right, sounds good. Thank you.